Welcome to the Marketing Tips for Doctors podcast, where you'll discover the secrets to attracting more patients ready to schedule their first appointments to grow your practice without spending hours and hours away from your practice or home. Hear how to boost your online presence, develop a strong rapport with each one to increase patient compliance while adding value and growing revenue. Now here's your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, America's leading medical strategist. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. This is your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Today, we have a great guest by the name of Jen Carter. She is in the business of helping people and the whole world feel better. In her most recent past, she was a conservation biologist for the Smithsonian Institution. Now, from yoga to stress management to therapeutic horseback riding and criminal justice reform, Jin has her hands in many realms, all still backed by her basis in science. Meditation is one of her favorite things to teach, and she believes that by using meditation to connect with ourselves, we are better able to connect with each other and do good work in the world. This couldn't come at a better time. Welcome, Jin. Thank you. Because of all the stress that we're under now, I think that meditation would help a lot of people, regardless of whether you're a health professional or people at large. And I have no doubt that meditation will not only alleviate the stress that we're feeling, but make us better people as well. Yes, that is definitely true. (laughs) A lot of people feel like they don't have time for self-care or to meditate, aside from now when people are finding lots of time (laughs) since they're sequestered. Why is it so important to make that time? Yeah, it's definitely important to make that time when we go through our life and we are having stress, it affects us not only mentally, but also physically as well. And so by taking that time, it allows us to combat or counteract those stressful things that are happening in our body and our mind and helps us to be able to do our work better. So you don't have to take a ton of time to get results. And that's one of the things that I love teaching the most is that it can really be even just five minutes of your day to start. I often see once you do take that time, then people start to make more time. And that's another thing I see a lot is that people say, well, I don't have time to meditate. or I don't have time for yoga. But then when you do make the time to do it, all of a sudden you feel more expansive and you feel like you have more time when that stress starts to go away. So how much time do you think we need to spend meditating each day for it to be effective? I tell people you can start even with just five minutes a day, five minutes, seven minutes, 10 or 20 minutes is great. You don't need to spend hours meditating. It's beautiful when people have a practice like that and you can do some amazing things, but you you really don't need to. I meditate every day and I cannot tell you the last time I meditated over 20 minutes, probably the last time I was at a retreat with one of my teachers. So you don't have to take that much time each day to get the effects. How does science back the importance of meditation? Yes, this is one of the things that I love so much. There's so much science now backing the practice of meditation. I do stress management workshops and talks uh, with a friend of mine who's also a scientist. And uh, we put up this slide that I just love that's completely overwhelming with all these different scientific studies that 
back the practice of meditation and mindfulness. But one of my uh, favorite ones that just came out last year was from Harvard. And they actually showed that when people meditate, the genes that are involved in the stress response are turned off and the genes that are involved in the relaxation response are turned on. So things like that. They've also showed uh, that our our nerves and our brain can get rewired through meditation, all sorts of things. So there's a lot of science behind it nowadays. I encourage you, if you're interested, go look it up. Uh, it really is amazing. Well, that brings up the next question is, how do we meditate? Do you have any exercises that we could do for the beginner and the people that have never done meditation before? Definitely. And we could even go through a couple here if you like. I like to share with all of my students and everyone I talk with that there are many different ways to meditate. A lot of times we think, oh, I'm supposed to sit here and just be still and be quiet. And then you try it and you think like, oh, this, is, this isn't working or I did it wrong or, or something like that. And I like to tell people, one, you're not doing it wrong, no matter what. <laughs> and two, there are so many different ways to meditate. One of my favorite old texts, lists, I believe it's 120 different ways of meditating or finding the state of, of meditation, which brings me to another point in that the place you're trying to find in meditation is a place that we get to often in our life. It's just that place where you're really not thinking about anything else. So if you're like completely involved in a task. And I always like to think about like a concert musician playing the violin where he's not thinking about what to make for dinner later. He's just right there playing his piece of music. So that's the place that we're trying to access through meditation. But there's many different ways that we can do that. And so we could go through a couple right now, if you like, Barbara. Yes, I would love that because I can't tell you how many people say, I can't meditate. My, my <laughs> mind is like bouncing off the wall. I'm thinking yeah. about, I'm thinking about 20 or 30 things at any given second. And exactly. I can't imagine how I could quiet my mind from doing that. Right. And so that is that kind of, um, that mis sort of misconception that the task is to sit and try to be quiet, right? I'm going to sit and make my mind be quiet. And what I always say is like, that's, that's not the purpose of your mind. Like the purpose of your mind is to do the thinking, right? Like it's a tool and, it, and it's there to think. And so it tries to do that because that's what it knows how to do the best. And so rather than just say, okay, mind, we're going to sit here and be quiet. What, what we can do with these different types of meditation is to give the mind a really simple task to focus upon. And when you give the mind a simple task, then it says, okay, I know what I'm doing now. I'll do this little simple task. And sometimes the simple task is enough to calm us down and give us the relaxation state and, and de-stress. But a lot of times you can do the simple task and get the mind to sort of quiet the fluctuations and, and come to a state of, of calm. And then you can ask for more quiet, <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, let's go through a couple. We can do a couple here. Yeah, really let's do quick. that. I'm really looking forward to it. Wonderful. So you can go ahead and anybody listening can go ahead. If you're comfortable, if you're seated in a chair, that's beautiful. Make sure your feet are nice and flat on the ground. You can let your hands rest on your legs. If you want to sit on the floor cross-legged, that's beautiful too. But just make sure your spine can be nice and long so that you can breathe freely. That's the most important piece when you, wherever you sit for meditation. You don't have to sit you know, in a classic pose, just as long as your spine can be long and you can sit upright. 
And just take a nice, easy inhale. And a nice, easy exhale. And your eyes might be closed. If you want to keep them open, that's okay too, but just let them be soft. And let your mind start to focus on your breath. So this is one of the most classic things that we can do for meditation. Just asking the mind, follow the inhale in, follow the exhale out. And just notice the sensations in your body so you can feel the air flowing in through your nostrils. You can feel your lungs taking in the air. You can feel the sides of your waist expanding outward, your chest expanding outward. Hopefully your stomach expanding outward and everything flowing back out. As you inhale, you might feel a little bit of rising up like the crown of your head reaching towards the sky. As you exhale, you might feel your shoulders soften And so this just on its own is something that you can do even for just three or five or 10 breaths. But I like to take it to a, a little bit higher level and invite you to start to make the inhale and the exhale really, really even. So to do that, I like to just count in my mind as I inhale and then count in my mind as I exhale. So it might sound like inhale, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four. And that gives your mind that really solid task so that it doesn't start to wander as much. So it's counting. So you're counting on the inhale, counting on the exhale, and just let them be nice and even. Well, I feel relaxed already. I don't know about you, listeners. Good, good. Do you have any other tips for us today? Sure. One of my other favorite ones to do, so this breath kind of meditation is, is something that you can do and then kind of almost like add on to it. So once you find your breath, then you can do some other types of meditation. And one of my favorite ones is really simple. We don't have to do it right now, but I'll share it with you because you can do it on your own. Is once you find the breath, you can count or not count, and you can let that go. You can do this this task with your mind where you pick a word that is a word of emotion and specifically a word of emotion that you would like to feel. So that word might be something like peace or ease or calm or even right now, even like wellness or health, something like that. And then every time you inhale, just say the word quietly in your mind. And as you exhale, just let that word go. And it's a really great way to shift how you're feeling. Like you can even use it if you're headed into like a, a meeting where you're very anxious. You can take a moment and just, you know, breathe and, and repeat the word calm in your mind. And whatever word you're saying, make sure that you're saying it with the emotion of that word, almost like you're an actor, an actress, and really start getting into the feeling of that word just for a few breaths or a few minutes, whatever feels good, and just see if that can shift, shift how you're feeling. That's one of my favorite ones as well. 
That's wonderful. And I have a surprise for you all. Jin has created an online course so that you could learn how to not only master the exercises that we've done today, but some additional ones. You can access that through Jin, G-I-N, Carter, C-A-R-T-E-R, dot com, forward slash online. And if you'd like to learn more about Jin, you can reach her at her website, JinCarter.com. That's right. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Jin. I feel relaxed already. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. <laughs> thank uh, you this, for having me. This is another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. This was your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Doctors. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Press the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about the show. Join us on marketingtipsfordoctors.com for replays and more resources to help grow your practice, strengthen your brand, and dominate your field. Remember, you are one tweet from greatness. Greatness.